Bad Philosophy, episode 50, recorded on October 25th, 2009, includes teeth. The following was recorded at Freebirds World Burrito. It wasn't very impromptu, but it was still pretty random. And even after 50 episodes, the sound quality was bad, and our philosophy was worse. I can get the complete first season of Diagnosis Murder for only $15. Oh, Fantastic. Let's start Bad Philosophy. Oh, Actually, we, we did already start already Bad have. Philosophy. This is the episode. Oh, whoa. That's exciting. Yeah, because you need to start. <laughs> you refuse to start it? Yes. All right. Everyone, you don't to, have a to let you know who all is here, we got myself. To my left is David Ronderos. Uh, Matt Legler is across the table. Katie Wilkinson is across from me. Uh, Michael Adelano is down on the other end of the table. You might remember him from the Raiderville Diaries. Uh, we got Jed Cummins on the end and Brian Mitchell. We are all at Freebirds World Burrito. And we got Kevin. Kevin, where are you? I'm in my apartment where I always am. But you also have a burrito, right? Yes. Fantastic. Sorry, I'm typing as well. So, uh, what are we going to talk about today, Joe? Well, I did think about one thing. Yeah. Well, that, that's here. an accomplishment for you, Matt. You oh, actually thought you. of one thank thing. You, thank you. I was wow. really quite proud of myself. I was shocked. And so, when I was crossing the street, I noticed that the same sign that was uh, there when we started this first episode over a year ago is still there. And so it made me think back fondly of Kevin's rant about 40% of the fatal fatalities of alcohol in Lubbock. 40% of the fatal fatalities? Yeah. <laughs> what about the non-fatal fatalities, Matt? <laughs> I, I just thought about that, and it, it made me smile. Yeah. What, Kevin? I said 40% of them. Actually, I've used, I actually used that exact same analogy in uh, one of my graduate classes recently. So no the sign lives on, whether even if they were to take it down, I would still be saying these things all the time. <laughs> so that is good to hear. So uh, Kevin has kept the... The tradition of abusing statistics alive. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. what, I do. what do we expect? Yeah, right. We've done 50 episodes, guys. We should have gotten free burritos. 50, 50 episodes of Bad Philosophy. Can you believe that? We're still That's not a lot. <laughs> yeah, we're still not sponsored. What a, you had that one sponsor and it <laughs> fell through. Hey, we have, we have people on the website. Yeah, that we have things on the website. And we supposedly get money. But. Those don't actually get us any money, though. That's the problem. We have products now, so I guess we have come a little ways. I, I am, by the way, wearing the Bad yeah. Philosophy t-shirt. Have, have people bought our products other than Steven? Yes, actually. But not enough people that we've actually got any money out of it. We just received our first call-in donation. We just received our first dollar. We just received our first dollar on the show here at Bad Philosophy. It was given to us by Jed Cummins. Wait, we're still um, not actually making any money, are we? It seems appropriate. As the no, numero uno fanboy, <laughs> he has given us uno dollars. Oh. So, Yay. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Please frame that. Jed is now signing that dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, actually, we have made money here on Bad Philosophy. Um, well, I, I just say this. We have income. We still don't have um, profit. Exactly. What? <laughs> <We> have, <laughs> That's an important distinction. Yes, yeah, very important. Bad Philosophy is still a net loss. Right. <laughs> um, 
So I'm just now bringing brought into the, the bad philosophy finances. What have we spent money on? Driving to Amarillo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why um, did um, we pay for hosting? Yeah, we paid for hosting. We paid for a mixer. Um, did you buy a microphone? We paid for these burritos. <laughs> Which are definitely yes. sustaining us through our recording of this episode. I guess that that means we're going to hold faster than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no longer a hole. It's more of a uh, it's more of a missile silo dip at this point. Yeah. Well, because a missile silo implies that there was some purpose for it at one point in time. I don't think you can say that for bad philosophy. True that. <laughs> But hey, let's start. Let's start talking some bad philosophy. So, David, you mentioned that you recently read what the later books in the Ender's Game series. That I did. No, okay. later books. Do you mean? Do you mean the um, Shadow series or the Speaker for the Dead series? Speaker for the Dead series. Oh, so you read the I, crap one? I read Speaker for the Dead, and um, I also read Xenocide. And they had an yeah. interesting philosophy on, I guess, metaphysics. And space-time continuum stuff. That's not exactly metaphysics. It's it's physics. Well, but it kind of wasn't at the same time. (laughs) They decided that they they thought about it, and they were trying to figure out how to move faster than light. And so the way they did it, they decided there is an in-space and an out-space. And we all live in in in-space. And, well, I guess I should go back to the basis of their... Now, this theory. is an end space, like end the letter N, which is used as like a, a synonym for normal space. Is it something else? No, like, no, 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 like, like in, like being indoors and like, outdoors. Like a belly button, like an innie versus an Audi. You got in space versus out space. They said, well, I would like to own an Audi. Those are nice cars. <laughs> they decided that all matter, of course, is made up of, you know, molecules and atoms, and all atoms are made out of different parts, but all those parts are made up of, I believe they called them like phylotes or something, which can never really be quantified, and they're always appearing and disappearing. The question was, where are they going when they're disappearing? So they decided all these phylotes must be going, traveling between in-space and out-space, and each person is actually just one phylote that has decided to gather all these other phylotes and become a sentient something. One phylote that actually had the willpower (laughs) to do this. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So it's bad phylotophy? Yes. (laughs) Bad phylotophy, yes. I did uh, hear about something at one point. It was this one theory that there is this that, um, there is this one electron that has been going backward and forward through um, time in the universe, and it's and that electron has made up all matter. Wow, that's pretty cool. But why an electron? Um, because 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 <laughs> it has a negative charge. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't need that far. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they thought that these phylotes, because they can think or whatever, if you could have one phylote that could quantify all the other phylotes that, and their loca- the locations of all the other phylotes that make up a, one being, if one has the amount of memory to, mem- to remember where all these other phylotes are, then you can just mentally believe and put yourself into outspace sorry, sorry, by, by taking all of your phylotes simultaneously and mo- make, having all of your phylotes stay in their same position and move from in-space to out-space. <laughs> and then you can just reappear in in-space wherever the hell you want to. So, so when does this product come out in beta? Um, next week. All right. <laughs> There's an early alpha of it right now, but it's invite only. Um, well, I'll send beta. you one as soon as I get an invite. All right, sounds good. 
So that's the theory that it's based on. And I thought it was a very interesting way of looking at the universe of if you can remember where all of your parts are and you believe hard enough, you, you can, can go there. anywhere and do anything. That just, I don't know about that. that and they also said that in outspace you can create whatever you want. It's sort of like a Legoland theory of the universe. <laughs> Pretty much. Strange and confusing. Can disappear from has anyone figured out how Google Wave like, has it anything useful with it yet? Um, Sean and I are using it to gloss out the song that uh, he and I are going to do in uh, sign language this weekend. Okay, wow, that's something. That yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool for that sort of collaborative means there. Because but... mm-hmm. I've, I've done nothing with it after the day I first got it. Oh, no, I really don't want to retread like all the everything that's been said about Google Wave, but... I was I was not asking for the sake of the podcast. I was just curious because I I built got caught up in the hype machine and have done nothing with it since. So yeah. speaking of rabbit trails and invites, I never got an invite to Google Wave. So if anyone I don't have any, I'm I know, sorry, like right. I don't either. Yeah, if anyone does though, I would be greatly appreciated. Just, <laughs> just follow like search trending topics on Twitter because every once in a while people are like, I have. I have wave invites. Yeah. But can they send you an invite or just an application or an invite for an application so that no, they can well, that's all you get. No, it's, you actually it's get invite. an invite, yeah. There's sunshine and but, puppies. Yeah, sunshine and puppies. It's technically called a nomination because Google's pretentious like that. Sorry, talk without food in your mouth? No. It's technically called a, a nomination because Google's pretentious like that nowadays. Yes, well... On their help file, they actually say, like, nomination slash invite. Yeah. Um, but it is it is a nomination because it's not... The invite doesn't go out immediately. Um, so you, you do still sort of have to wait. But the thing is, people, people who got um, nominations are not able to give out other nominations. If you got an invite from Google, then you can give out a nomination. But not otherwise. Like, it, it only goes one level down. Interesting. It's, a good way of it's all a matter it. of controlling the access yeah. and creating a fake scarcity. But it, it's a really good idea because the, the tool is not done at this point. Google Wave is nowhere near a finished product. Well, this like hurt. And I really don't want to talk about Google Wave. Let's talk about something theoretical, guys. Okay. Um, so John Stuart Mill, that I've, I've recently been reading for my ethics class. Um, he was one of the guys who inspired the First Amendment. Um, in his in his introductory chapter to On Liberty, he actually uh, he lays out three things that he believes everybody has a right to. Um, one of them was like freedom freedom of opinion, freedom of expression of opinion, and uh, the second was the freedom to uh, to gather, to unite, to uh, to group with other people, and then the uh, the third was the freedom to uh, execute one's own plan, uh, like their, their own plan for their life. And uh, mm-hmm. I, was, I found it kind of curious that our First Amendment does protect the first two, but not the third. Do you think there should be, like, a, an amendment to uh, to allow people to... Wait, wait, sorry, we have something. What's what's going on Bobby. outside of the puppy? Bobby? It's Bobby. Bobby. I see Bobby. What? Where? Bobby. He's popping across the street. What? Where? What is he Poppy just jaywalked. Poppy or Poppy? Pop- oh. Poppy. Oh, you got my hopes up. I thought there was a puppy. Possibly uh, <laughs> <laughs> would have been more fun. <laughs> right. Okay. What were we just talking about? Um, I forget. First Amendment. Yes. Oh, right. First, First Amendment. Amendment. It doesn't protect um, the third. Oh, okay. But the problem with being able uh, with putting in the execution of, that's like saying, well, 
I feel like I should go shoot up campus. I'm just no, gonna no, initiate no. going to go shoot up campus. No, no, no. It's kind um, of like John well, Stewart Mill qualifies that with you know your own plans as long as they don't harm other people. But so you can harm emotionally, I'm, physically, or like no, 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 none of those. Psychologically, physically, none of those are allowed. Like John, go paint okay. harm is not allowed. Green. Don't hurt people. Don't steal stuff. What, Kevin? Don't hurt people. Don't steal okay. stuff. Okay. Well, that's that's two criteria. No, I'm saying that's no, that's 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 what I say is is not implied but important for the the pulling off of one's own plans. Yeah. Which is different from the pulling off of one's own pants. Can I just say, I looked at the video and I saw Kevin's mic and I thought it was a very long mustache. <laughs> well, Kevin does have a very I long mustache. I do have a very long right mustache. Well. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that mustache. Nice, wow. nice. That is an epic mustache. Well, Kevin is curling his mustache. This is impressive. <laughs> it's, it's, my fingers are kind of greasy right now, so I can't get a real good curl on it. But... I've actually worn it curled a few times this week. Do you have mu mustache grease that you can use to, to curl it? <laughs> it's called wax, and no. Okay. They don't, they don't actually call it mustache grease. <laughs> no, it's mustache called grease. mustache wax. <laughs> Brian has made a creation here on Philosophy, a tin foil sword and martini guy. Here, wait, wait, wait. Well, there you go. Let me turn my video on. Here, Kevin. This is what it looks like. <laughs> His torso. You're entirely backlit. Sword and martini. I can guy. kind of see it. Yeah. Look at that. Yes. I know I'm entirely backlit right now, it's, and it sucks. Okay. <clears throat> because, you know, First Amendment. Beat that dead horse. Um, oh, um, Balloon Boy. What do y'all think of Balloon Boy? Balloon Boy. What is Balloon Boy? <laughs> didn't even hear very much about it apart from that it happened. Okay. Kevin, do you have any thoughts on Balloon Boy? I think the best part of the Balloon Boy whole hoax, because it was a hoax, was the Balloon Boy himself puking on the Today Show, like after it all happened. Like the whole family was there being interviewed and like, was this a hoax? And dad was like, no, no it wasn't a hoax, I promise. Uh -huh. And while this is going on, the kid just like bends over and hurls onto the floor <laughs> and you can like hear it splatter. That's awesome. And that's the best part of the whole Balloon Boy hoax. <laughs> Although apparently, um, I think it's going to come, they're, they're talking about doing something about it with Nif Doing what? Doing something with the Balloon Boy hoax as a, as a Mythbusters thing. Oh, okay. I can see because that right when it was right? happening, a bunch of people were all were all saying, "Well, is it possible for the balloon to carry him, or what would it happen?" You know, would, because yeah, a lot of people said that it he had video. The uh, the like lift to weight ratio just wasn't there. Like the balloon wasn't wasn't powerful enough to actually hold the boy. So. Um, it, it might have been, it was, it was borderline depending on how much the kid weighed, but the thing that we would noticed immediately was that there would have been a tugging down on the balloon of wherever the boy was. Like, that yeah. was the huge thing that everybody missed. But, that was pointed out to me from some blog. Okay. Yeah, and that Possibly just wasn't there. Yeah. So they had weight in a specific area that caused it to act well, like if, it had If it? there was a weight in this balloon, it would have pulled down on the balloon. Right. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have maintained the shape that it had. It had a very even shape. Um, and 
without that, I mean, which it very greatly indicated that there was nothing in it to begin with. Well, was there a was it a hot air balloon? I mean, I didn't see any of the coverage either. Was it was a an experiment science experimental hot air balloon? Okay, I don't know that I said hot air science. Science. It was a scientific oh, balloon. But what it really was was a lie. Yes. <laughs> Did anybody happen hey, to see the, the uh, I'm I'm in a box parody video? I saw the I'm on a boat. Um, <laughs> Everyone's um, seeing the I'm on a boat. I just saw that for the first time today. Wait, you haven't seen that? For the first time. Oh my god, I'm tired of up on the boat. I have a better thing. Yeah. It's also Saturday Night Live related. Weekend update after the boy in the balloon hoax. Uh-huh. Um, like the, the the first bit on Weekend Update that week Saturday Night Live was um, the guy staring at the camera with like a picture of the balloon, and he goes, "This Thursday, a boy hid in an attic for nine hours." <laughs> That's an easy way to tell the story. <laughs> and then they just went on, <laughs> yeah. and it made me laugh. A lot. That was that was what the, uh, the I'm in a box thing was. It's like the boy singing about him being in a box in the attic. It was a pretty good. Party I'm tired of I'm on a boat. Parodies. Um, There's just too many of them. Come on, David. You got any any, any philosophical business, or you want to get out? <laughs> well, it was a random like. I didn't hear anything about Bloomberg. Although I did notice, like a few days after that, the second news story was in, or at least here in West Texas, was about a weather balloon that someone lost. And it was like, oh, their GPS coordinates said it was landing right here, and it really didn't. Uh-oh. They were able to find it. <laughs> so somewhere out there, there's a weather balloon, and probably someone thinking about putting a boil on cares. it. And I want to say it was a, a West Texas A&M balloon. So, <laughs> sorry, Fantastic. Aggies, you need to get better GPS. Yep. Those Aggies, they can win a football game, but they can't build a weather balloon. WTR Buffaloes. WTR Buffaloes? Yes. Where are the Buffaloes? No, I mean, like, they're, they're, they're West stuff. Texas A&M is the Buffalo. Oh, yes. Not oh, okay, sorry. <clears throat> West Texas A&M Buffalo. That'll teach you. Hmm. Well, maybe if they put a buffalo on the balloon, they would have been able to find it. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to take a moment to remind you of another inside joke on Bad Philosophy related to buffaloes. Buffalo, buffalo. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. Way to close that. <laughs> so we have now made two references to previous episodes. Oh, you know, we could just start together a club show and call it a day. <laughs> you know, we could make this a short episode. I mean, Majority Rules was only 28 minutes long. We, we should remind people that this, this whole episode is kind of an homage to uh, episode zero. Which was recorded in a Freebirds. Yes, um, it was. We aren't at the exact same, same table, but we're in the same Freebirds. But there's a nice family sitting at the table we were at, so we're going to let them sit there. Yes. We, we don't want to mess with The original Besides, majority of rules is 42 minutes long. I don't know what you're talking about. It was a short episode. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yes. Majority rules was a long episode. It was comparatively short, but it was a long episode. Well, our next episode is over an hour, so... Yeah. Well, my next question is, um, I don't entirely remember... How long was it before y'all removed... How many episodes did y'all have that I wasn't on before y'all removed me off the website? About 40. A lot. About 40? Yeah. That's very recent. Yeah, that's very that recent. That's very recent that we took you off the website, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Fun fact, 
Our longest episode so far was episode nine, Politics A, coming in at t- one hour, ten minutes, and six seconds. Wow. That's a lie. Library Nurse Curses came in at one eleven eighteen. I lied. Oh, wow. Kevin has lied twice on this episode already. Well, that's intense. Well, that um, we know of. That's how you know it's a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I remember Library Nurse Curses. It was... Um, GarageBand did not want to let me uh, put the entire audio clip in it because it, it cuts you off at a certain number of measures. And because my, my tempo yeah. was too fast, the measures ran out before the, um, the length of the audio clip. So what I had to do was uh, go into Logic Express, finish up the episode there, and finally publish it. It was hell. Yeah. Uh, didn't enjoy it, but <clears throat> we got it done. We got it was published. That, was, that a, uh, was that a Julie episode? I can't remember. Um, no, that was when we had, we had Michael on that one, I think. Uh, it was healthcare. We discussed healthcare. Oh, healthcare. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Michael was on that one, actually. I think it was you and me. I don't know. That was a long time. And Matt and somebody. I don't know. I had a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You too? You and Matt. Just let it go. Can we quantify all of this podcasting as saying that, that we've been published? Because we are um, self-publishing ourselves, and we're definitely open to the public to, for free to download. And Anybody can download us. We're self-publishing ourselves. As opposed to self-publishing other people. So we've, we've got non-fatal yeah. fatalities. Right. Self-publishing ourselves. <laughs> this is what happens when you guys start having fun. And Jed wants his dollar back. I don't blame with, with Jed. Blogs, I wouldn't have given it up in the first place. Yeah, right. But I mean, really, with all these blogs and tweets and podcasts and everything, and video podcasts, some of these are actually getting pretty famous. Some of these blogs have gotten really famous on their political views or whatever else they happen to be talking about. Not ours, though. And, you know, at that point, (laughs) you can cite them and, you know, to your future employers and be like, hey, look, this was my blog. I got national coverage or whatever. Well, we, we did try to create a Wikipedia article wherein we did cite some things, some digital sources, but... Got probably got removed slammed. by the uh, the Wikipedia Nazis. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but no, actually, yeah, well, of blogs and stuff, you can, you I actually can't just wrote keep changing a, it back in this this endless war of you against the. How does that work? You can. <laughs> yeah. You can eventually try to just annoy them into compliance. <laughs> into acceptance, yeah. yeah. But no, I actually did use a, a blog banned, as though. a primary source for a research paper just recently. You did. Yes. Wow. Uh, and, and it actually built my paper around this blog. And it's funny because my professor didn't want to like it, but he had to accept that my use of it was correct and really important because it was I was documenting uh, a play that was produced earlier this year, and one of the production members kept a blog about the entire thing. And that's an incredible resource. And so he had to accept that we do, in fact, live in the future, and I can use a blog on a graduate-level research paper. Very nice. <laughs> but if anybody would do it, we would expect you to, Kevin. Um, no, no, David, I, I really don't think that's a good idea. Um, we're, we're not published because technically published involves being published by someone else. So well, you're publishing me. I'm not putting it on the website. You're just putting <laughs> my voice published. on there. That's still not how it works exactly. You have to be published by someone who is well known. If you can get that off, well, so I so I go get so I go get myself a really big. Um, Are you going to get one? 
corporation that does internet sites, and I started my own internet site on <laughs> wait, there. Wait, 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 wait. You know, and all of a sudden, that corporation has published me because my information is on their server. So exactly, I think uh, I'm able to CNN. Uh, my, a big, my, a big corporation that does internet sites. <laughs> what is hey, this? 1995. Hey, I, I haven't made my own website yet. Give me a break. Oh. I'm sure you're. This is Bad Fox's what third website or something. Well, well, I wouldn't even really even put it in those terms. My first real podcast, but. Probably my fourth or fifth site. It's my second told. real podcast. No, I've got one more podcast than you. What? Oh, no. Did Kevin freeze? I think Kevin froze. Uh-oh, Kevin's on ice. I, 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 no, I know what happened. It was my freaking... Um, can y'all hear me? Yes. Hello? Okay. It was my freaking webcam software started up for some reason. It's like built in. And I had to shut it down. Okay. Well, um, we get to look at a, a very pensive face of you on the uh, on the webcam here. <laughs> is, it, is it frozen still? Yes. Is that mic? Oh, it's still moving. Let me Pod, try something. Toggle your video off and on. <coughs> That's exactly what I was doing. There we know. go. Now you're back. Why in the computer world does turning things off and on pretty much fix everything? Why can't they just make the software hey, not mess up in the first place? Think about a breaker or, on a house. Yeah, it it's messes like up. You turn it off like and electricity. on. electricity. Well, but I mean, with programming coming so far along, also, can't they just have things that recognize magic? when they freeze and just like automatically yeah, fix themselves? So that's like oh, if you it. died, recognizing that you needed CPR and forming <laughs> CPR on yourself. <laughs> that would have solved everything. Yes. <laughs> it's like those people in the commercials where they're like, they oh no, I'm falling. Press CPR. the red button. Exactly. I'm falling and I can't get up. No, no, no. That's what you have a separate a separate little program do. It's, it's like it's like a um. Oh, a a pacemaker, a pacemaker, yeah, you know, your monitor. pacemaker says, oh, no, he skipped a beat, I need to give him a little jolt, and you keep going. <laughs> you that's, know? that's what crash reporters do, is, is they go, oh, look, this program crashed. I yeah, guess but it doesn't do anything about it. It sends an error report. But once you're dead, <laughs> it's not like Do you know how many error reports I've sent to Microsoft? I mean, come on, give me a break. Didn't they pay Actually, the all of those error reports off? just sit in a big pile. They don't know. do anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Well, there's no way that every person that, that anybody looks at those individual error reports. They, they just kind of sort of sit there, and you know, maybe eventually they analyticize them into some helpful. They have some program. They have some what? program that looks for keywords, and first they look for oh, let's set all the problems with Internet Explorer. Okay, all the problems with Internet Explorer that caused it to crash. All the problems that caused it to crash. <laughs> Dealing with um the Google website. Oh, okay. Now we're down to 100 on the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, because much. of error number <clears throat> 658P3QR5079. Yeah, okay, here we go. We have 2,000 people that reported cares. this. Let's fix that one problem. <laughs> we just filtered through 2 million reports. What, Kevin? Nobody looks at those. Yeah, no, I'm pretty nobody sure nobody looks does. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. At all. But, um, Nobody looks. I, I saw a thing about it once. It said they actually tried to find out what if anything was done with them, and the answer is no. Nope. Nothing is done with them. So what's the what's the point in error reporting then? Is it just to make us feel better? Yes. Yes. <laughs> David, do you want to play effect. devil's advocate? <laughs> no, I would agree. It's it's only it's there. To it's, only there it's only there to make us feel better. Wow. Which for those of us that are, you think um, it's accomplishing something. Yes, for those well, but not for those of us that would we consider power users. Those of us that know that it really doesn't do crap, it just frustrates us. So it's sort of like having a which again having is a maybe, maybe power users a percent of the computer using population. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, got, power users. Then, well, if it's Microsoft related, aren't, 
if it's Microsoft related, power yeah. users then just delete it and download the real deal that actually works. Or, I like Steven's that's idea. It's not Microsoft. It's a suggestion box that's st- stuck over a trash can with a hole in the bottom. No, worse than a trash can. The shredder. shredder. Speaking of trash cans, I saw this really cool video in my, I forgot what country, I think it's in Germany. This one company loaded a public trash can in a park with computer speakers and a motion sensor. So that whenever you threw in a piece of trash, it sounded like it was falling like 20,000 feet. No, 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 it was like 1,500 feet. Really? Like they recorded something falling down like a cave hole. And that's the recording that it replayed. So it was, and it had a sign on the set that said, World's Deepest Trash Can. You would walk up and throw something in and it would play. Kadoosh. Yeah. And so. Show that on the video. They actually got like. 50 extra pounds of trash per day in that trash can because people would hear that and then like walk around and pick up another piece of trash that was on the ground and throw it in just to hear it again. That's awesome. Of course, then the next you gotta question, make it fun. Then the next question there's, comes, there's actually a similar experiment that was done with uh, a staircase and someone was trying to determine if, if more people would take the stairs if it was more fun to do. Huh. And as what are you going to do? Put in disco right lighting? No, they, 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 um, they basically they made the staircase into a piano. They wired each up so when you stepped on it, it would make a noise. Huh. And it would make a noise, you know, the proper tone. And they, they videotaped the whole thing, and something like 75% more people took the stairs when it was a piano. That's cool. I like put it on my arm. Wow, that's that's pretty. Yeah, that's cool. And there's a thing that that if you make something fun, people are more likely to do it. Can they make homework fun? Trash can would be an example. Can they make homework and study fun? Well, it is supposed to be fun. Hey, my homework was Monty Python watching. Speaking of that question, like why instead of programming like some random recursive function to solve some Fibonacci series or whatever. Why not do something exciting like the trash can where you can like build something that then does something interesting? Well, you know, you, you have yeah. to do the basics. Yeah. Yeah. What, you have to do the learning? basics first. What are you learning by doing that? You gotta, you gotta crawl before you can run. What, Kevin? You gotta crawl before you can run. Yeah. Unless you're really, really good at crawling really fast and you can do that sort of like monkey crawl or like what <laughs> uh, Sabretooth did in the X-Men movie. Where you kind of like bound. Oh yeah. Who should get bound? Bound and deep. Bound and deep. We'll become an X-Men. You just need really big arm and shoulder <laughs> muscles. Yes. Yeah. You can do it. Like the equivalent of Someone your leg muscles. Someone mentioned Monty Python, so I'm sending this to you. Good Milo, no, that's reference. Oh yeah. Was that what that's from? Man, that was a long time back in my childhood. Do y'all remember Milo and Otis? Yes. By name, but not. No, I never watched it. It was a pug and a kitten, right? It was a pug and a kitten. And it was like silent, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Well, there's no dialogue. It's just about a cat and a dog. No, it was voiceover. No, it wasn't like Incredible Journey. I don't remember. Yeah, it was something like that. And I love that movie. Homeward Bound. Uh, Homeward Bound was good, yeah. I remember that one. Oh, well, I love Homeward Bound. You've actually seen Homeward Bound? Are you kidding me? I grew up with that movie. I think everybody saw that back in the day. He's never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. Such a classic kid movie. Nightmare Before I've Christmas. I've never seen that. I haven't either. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. Half the good. Jed, Michael, and Katie are all really mad. You can't be an emo kid in the 90s without seeing Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Sorry, what, Kevin? You can't be an emo kid in the mid-90s without seeing Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, you know, I'm just kind of deprived. It's the movie that launched an entire uh, chain of Hot Topic merchandise. Well, for one thing, I don't go to Hot Topic very often. What about Hot Topic? You almost said Hot Pocket, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always thinking about Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. What happened to Hot Pocket commercials? Um, people realized that Hot Pockets were crap. Amazing. I actually have a Hot Pocket in my and, freezer and, right now. And Brian Not Regan came along and, and just spoiled everybody on Hot Pockets. <laughs> that wasn't Brian Regan. Hot Pocket. That's not Brian Regan. What? You're Who is that then? Wrong comedian. Jim Gaffigan. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Jim Gaffigan came along and spoiled everyone on Hot Pockets. Who? I still eat Hot Pockets Comedian. despite Jim Gaffigan. Comedian screw. He had a whole bit about Hot Pockets. Really? And I think it was rather unfair. Oh yeah, they do cut him down to like. What is it like five min- five and a quarter minutes? Like, oh, over they, they overplay everything. Are y'all seriously bashing radio? Yes. Yes. Whoa. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're bashing them. You would understand what I was talking about. We're, 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 we're bashing. We're bashing the um, universality of all, making all the songs the exact same length, so they can make sure to get in lots of commercials between. Actually, them. that's that's not what I'm bashing. I'm bashing the fake that they like kill songs because they overplay them. That too. Oh, yeah. that too. Yes. Well, I don't care about how long songs are. That does um, not bother me at all. As long as we're on radio bashing right now, have you ever noticed that radio <laughs> commercial breaks always happen at the same time on all yes, radio like stations? Like you get a commercial yes, break, yep. then you switch to another radio station, and, and they're, they're all playing the commercials. commercials. <laughs> hey guys, guys, wake me up when you talk about I something like, interesting. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick nap. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> What'd you say? Everyone. So wake me up when you start talking about something I care about. I'm gonna have a short nap. So Kevin, Kevin doesn't care about bashing the radio. Does Kevin listen to the radio? I listen to radio occasionally, but what's the point of bashing radio? It's dying anyway. It's kind of like it's kind of like killing an old man. I mean, my next question: way out. How many of us here? That was a terrible analogy. How many of us? Yeah. Let's just euthanize radio, why don't we? Right? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, it's already out. on the way out. Why not just pull the plug? Speaking of on the way out, <laughs> speaking of on the way out, I have to depart from this episode because I have a D&D group that is waiting for me. Oh, all right. Oh. Sad. David sorry, is sorry. Nerd. But, you know, wait, wait, David, David, David. Fourth Ed or 3-5? Fourth Ed. Good choice. What do you play? I play a currently a warforged artificer in an Aberon. So are, are y'all in Aberon? Yes, we're in Aberon. Yeah. Okay. I never liked playing Aberon, but I, if you're I gonna like, play, play an artificer. I like technology via magic. It's so awesome. Well, that's what Eberron is. I mean, so I mean, that's what you get. <laughs> yep. Anyways, it, it, magic is too ubiquitous in Eberron. Well, I think my head just exploded. But anyways, I'll I'm, I'll catch all of you later. I'll be back in another fifty episodes or so. All right, see you later. Toodles. We're getting back for episode one hundred. Here in three years. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so have you ever freaked someone out by the immediacy of like your response to something they do? They add you as a friend on Facebook, or they send you an email. And because you have all these push notifications that send something directly to a mobile device, you respond within like 10 seconds, and they're like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? Nope. Because everyone Yeah, your comedy it. related to iPhones only works with other people who have iPhones. 
it, it relates so for, for like if someone who doesn't have an iPhone and you reply to them on Facebook via your iPhone. Yeah, it can be it can be surprising, but not anymore because iPhones are ubiquitous now. But you see, like one of my mom's friends back home just added me on Facebook, and I'm sure that when I pressed add, as soon as I got the text message, that she was a little freaked out by the fact that we're friends, or maybe she just didn't even realize what happened. Just let me let me get this straight. You're friends with your you're friends with your like mother's friends from back home. Facebook has no walls. No, Facebook has no walls. No walls, walls. <laughs> What's the world without Windows and Gates? Oh, oh, a field. Oh, oh, Brian. Oh, Brian. Brian's got Brian. this. There was, um, there was something on Rafferazzi, and I showed a picture of Bill Gates, and it says, "If um, if we can live in the world without uh, walls and fences, why should we live with Windows and Gates?" <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. pretty good. Oh, oh, Kevin, I think your video froze again. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. My software started up again. It's <laughs> insisting. It doesn't usually do this. It's very weird. It's insisting that it needs to be used right now. Wow. Which is annoying, to say the least. And uh, what if you were going to say the most? If I was going to say the most, I'm probably going to have to remove it, and if I can't, uh, I'm going to get a pry bar and hit it. Okay. But um, a pry bar, that, that should be a last resort. You know, it usually is. <laughs> yeah, who uses pry bars anymore? I mean, God. Jerry, stop. <laughs> What's, the <deal? laughs> What's the deal with pry bars? <laughs> What's the deal with people doing Seinfeld impersonations? None <laughs> of them are funny. Know. Thank you. <laughs> Goodness. Sorry, you know, I actually, I actually hate Seinfeld. I guess I just... Hate him so much that he's. I like the show. Uh, I like the show, and I loved the Seinfeld um, ads with him and Bill Gates. Those <laughs> yeah. were freaking oh, yes. amazing. That one, I actually enjoyed those. I'm pretty sure we talked about those on Bad Philosophy, didn't we? Did we? Uh, I don't remember, but a while ago. Did y'all see the um, the Penny Arcade comic dealing with it? Yeah, that's what it was. I mean that that summed it up to me. What did? The, the Penny Arcade comic about the Seinfeld commercials. Ooh, Linky Linky. There it is. Sweet. Wait, where's the chat it's... window? <coughs> I don't... Oh, my chat window go. My chat window. If you just remember where you put uh, things, my you chat can window. Where you want. My chat like, there was going to be a whole series of what? these ads <laughs> that they, they got shut down because people responded to them very poorly. Um, and then they switched to the I'm a PC. Yes, yeah. Which it it is a much nice, more successful campaign. But not nearly as much fun. Oh, it's much more successful, and I'm sure it works a lot better. Yeah. But Seinfeld and Bill Gates doing stuff. Okay, I mean, so here, here's the comic, basically. Bird yeah. house? Let's get a look at those birds. No way. No way. You know what I, you know what I always say? <laughs> I was going to say Bill Gates. You can't okay, be both right, parts. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to kill you now. No way. You know what I always say? You can't trust birds. <laughs> you always say that? I've said it. I've never heard you say it. I just said it. What the f***? Yeah, <laughs> with the window sign, because, because that's what the ads are like. I mean, there's yeah. one where they buy shoes, and there's another one where they're looking at churros. I mean, it's they don't make sense, no, but they they're awesome. <laughs> and I really wanted to see that series continue, but 
you know, ten million dollars. It's, it's a um, non-American approach to advertising using non-sequitur. Yeah. Oh, certainly. It's certainly. a very British approach. And I like non-sequitur, but you know, you don't always get it. <laughs> as long as it includes teeth. How is that Sorry, it's, yeah. I just got expelled from yeah, you on your own. Sorry, Jed has his hand up. Uh, a prime. That's what she said. Moment. I missed something entirely, but I'm sure it'll okay. come back in the episode. I would like to. I would like to recap the joke now for Kevin. Um, so we were we were talking Thank about you. non sequiturs, and uh, Matt said he. Yes. I guess he likes non sequiturs as, as long as it includes. No, 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 no. He was talking about British. Right. Oh, British humor. Okay. Uh, we were talking about British humor. Matt likes British humor as long as it includes teeth. 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 Apparently the joke's a lot funnier when you understand it. <laughs> so so Jed Jed heard Matt say as long as it includes teeth like in your mouth. That's why he raised it. Yeah. And then and then promptly raised it, that's what she said hand. And then hilarity wow. <laughs> So, uh, Yay, hilarity. Yeah, we had, we had a little that's what she said. Well, well, we're now right around 43 minutes, so uh, we go ahead and wrap things up on this episode of Bad Philosophy. Could... No, you don't wrap it up. You just cut it off mid-sentence. Yeah, we'll just cut it off mid title of the song, naive expression of love, reluctance to accept that you are gone, request to turn back time and rectify my wrongs repetition of the title of the song this is the post show of bad philosophy episode 50 banter, banter. which is called banter, banter, includes banter, teeth banter, oftentimes we'll use this opportunity to talk about things that we didn't talk about during the show sometimes it's a continuation of the final joke of the show sometimes it's just complete random banter that we make up in hopes to fill time for the post show Modulation and I hold a high note. It's very meta.